Hello listeners and welcome to another State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am Stephen Payton and I'll be your host today as we take a dive into the ongoing constitutional question, should Scotland be an independent country? The date is Friday the 5th of November 2021. Let's get into it. Kicking things off, let's take a moment to talk about the corruption scandal brewing at Westminster, the sordid tale of Owen Patterson and the fortune he has made off of lobbying the government while also sitting as a member of parliament. Patterson is now standing down as an MP, but that's just the latest development in a tale that went from bad to worse. Now, to be clear, Patterson isn't standing down over taking more than £100,000 from two companies a year, who he subsequently lobbied on behalf of, who then went on to secure government contracts. No, no, no. He's resigning because this has actually all been very difficult for him, and he no longer wishes to participate in what he describes as the cruel world of politics. Presumably the cruelty here being that the Parliamentary Standards Committee investigating his behaviour found him guilty of paid advocacy. What happened next, of course, was that the Tories challenged the verdict and then immediately jumped to defending Patterson's behaviour, voting against the recommended 30-day suspension and then backing a new Tory-led oversight committee to rewrite conduct rules. All because one of their pals got caught. The backlash was immense and ultimately it does appear that they may be backing down on this. But the important part of this is not just what the Tories are able to get away with, but what they try to get away with too. Here we have a story of abject corruption at the heart of Westminster. An MP taking hundreds of thousands of pounds to lobby on behalf of big businesses who have made a lot of money off the back of government contracts and a parliament filled with people ready to rip up the rule book to defend him. That is corruption at the heart of British politics. And that is the parliament that Scotland is expected to defer to still on reserved matters and expected to allow to sidestep around the devolution settlement whenever they choose. And you know what? Off the back of this, the Tories are probably up another three points in the polls in England, because seemingly there is nothing they can do that won't stop them from returning the Tories to power at the moment. And Scotland can vote against the Tories over and over, and it makes no difference. We are stuck with this sleaze for as long as we stay a part of the UK. Meanwhile, in Scotland, COP26 is well underway in Glasgow, and so far, awareness of the case for independence has risen as a result. Now, independence should not be the focus of COP26, to be clear. When it comes to the environment, we need world leaders to make serious commitments now, and they should not be sidetracked from doing so by other big issues, no matter how important they might be. That being said... It has ultimately been a natural byproduct of the simple fact that Westminster's mangled relationship with Scotland has been on full display over the past week to all and everyone. Particularly the fact that the British government has gone out of its way to ensure that Scotland has no official representation at the event despite being the host country. It has certainly piqued the interests of a few journalists. Oops. Uh, one delegate from the Pacific Island, Joseph Sikalu, actually raised the issue on BBC Scotland's debate night, noting that climate justice is also about self-determination. 
Speaking on the programme, he noted that climate justice is about our ability to decide what happens to our people in our country. And I've learned this a lot being in Glasgow because I have felt the frustration of the people here a bit caught being here, but they have no representation. Seemingly, US President Joe Biden also went out of his way to meet with Nicola Sturgeon for the same reasons. It seems that Johnson's plan of just burying his head in the sand and pretending that Scotland doesn't really exist outside of Brand Britannia is, is in the process of backfiring somewhat. Rather than keeping the issue in the dark, it's only becoming clearer to international delegates that Scotland is being deprived of an international voice as a direct consequence of its position within the Union. It only seems darker when it turns out that the Conservatives have actually been using COP26 to push their pro-union propaganda from as far back as March of this year. Because of course they did. The Scottish Tories made sure that everyone knew COP26 is in Glasgow because Scotland is part of the UK. Though why an independent Scotland would have been unable to host such an event has never really been explored. Of course, this hasn't stopped them from accusing the SNP of using the conference to promote independence, the hypocrites that they are. And yet... If Scotland wants to truly be a green nation, independence is a necessary step. The Tories will not be giving up on the oil and gas industry anytime soon. Their refusal to back down over the Campbell oil field confirms that, and further, the UK government have decided not to back Scotland's first carbon capture and storage facility as part of its just transition plans, which may affect the livelihoods of Scotland's oil and gas workers, who need jobs to transition toward. As I've said before, the case for independence is an ecological one. And finally, this week, no surprises here, but it turns out that Britain's major mishandling of Brexit, which, you know, led to empty supermarket shelves and closed petrol stations, may actually be boosting the case for independence. It's funny that, how bare supermarkets will do that. New polling shows that one third of Scots say that the disastrous results of the Tories deal is a boost to the case for leaving the UK and to restoring freedom of movement with the EU. But that does bring us to an end this week. So with all that said, where does that leave the state of the union? Like world leaders at the COP26 summit in Glasgow running out of time. See you all again next week.